Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. On today's Fantasy Baseball 15, we'll look at some players having eventful returns in the upcoming FAB options. Like death and taxes, Dodgers get a Dodger. <laughs> I have That's not had uh, three go-throughs uh, yet. It worked great in a fantasy league. I'm just glad I am not at the dentist. Fantasy Baseball 15 on The Athletic. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball 15 for Friday, June 4th, presented by Topps. Check out Topps Project 70, celebrating 70 years of Topps baseball cards. I'm Al Melchior. I'm here with Michael Beller. And Michael, this is not the show I was envisioning on Thursday night when I was starting to put the notes together. Uh, thought we'd be talking a lot about Eliezer Hernandez and what a really good two-start option he would be for the coming week. Uh, very uh, disappointing return for him. Uh, but to bounce it out, we had a very encouraging return in the same game uh, from Key Brian Hayes. Uh, so well, let's start with uh, Hernandez. Uh, he sustained a strained quad while uh, running from third to home and had to be helped off the field. Don Mattingly said afterwards that this is likely not a day-to-day situation. Um, is it still advisable at this point if you were planning on picking up Elias or Hernandez to, to pick him up to stash him? Or do we just wait and see what happens here? Yeah, probably not. When your manager comes out and says that right away, uh, it's going to be something long. I think it's safe to say that. Can we just get the universal DH, please? Can we just get it next year? Can we have it? This is ridiculous. Yeah, you know, it's I've come around on that as you know, someone who grew up a, a, a Cubs fan and a Phillies fan, uh, and watching the pitcher hit. Uh, it was it's been a, a slow transition for me, but yeah, I mean, you see something like this, and it's. It's hard to argue against it, uh, but uh, well, focusing on something more positive here, Guy Brian Hayes coming back from his IL stint and a couple of base hits against the Marlins, a triple and a single, and uh, you know, and other other developments here. I mean, we, we were looking at Eliezer Hernandez, um, you know, maybe having a two start week. Obviously, that's not happening now. But the other uh, option that uh, you know we're starting to look at here is Tony Gunsolin 
coming up for the Dodgers and taking that rotation spot that's been vacated now for weeks uh, by Dustin May. He threw what is ostensibly his last rehab stint, uh, three and two-thirds inning, 60 pitches for AAA Oklahoma City. Uh, Not really going as deep into that game as I think many of us expected and certainly not as deep as many of us wanted. Uh, do you still think that he is, and look, we still have to make sure that he's not making another rehab start, but as of right now, do you think that he's safe to roll out as a two-start option, seeing that he's not really all that stretched out? I think so. I mean, that first start's coming against Pittsburgh. I don't know off the top of my head who that second start's coming against. Uh, that's obviously going to be a nice start for him. He's going to be in the rotation. Uh, obviously, by the time we're actually making bids on Sunday, I think we'll have a, a pretty clear picture as to whether he's making, he's going to get the call and get the activation, I think he's still going to be in there. And even if you have to take you know a, t- a short-term hit in terms of volume because he's not fully stretched out for the uh, first couple of starts, this is still someone you want on your team. He's still going to be a Dodger starter for the foreseeable future. I would bet on him being in that rotation for the rest of the season. So he's still someone you want on your team. No matter what, he will be someone who I would be pursuing aggressively anywhere where he's available. Yeah. And, you know, given that they're really because uh, most teams have either a five or a six game schedule, lots of teams with a five game schedule this coming week, not many two star pitchers to begin with. So Gonsolin really stands out as possibly your best option with the risk that is still involved there. Uh, Just a few IL moves here to report on Madison Bumgarner on the IL. Not a big, big surprise there uh, dealing with shoulder inflammation. Andrew Vaughn has been placed on the COVID-19 IL and a couple of moves for the Giants, Mike Yastrzemski with a thumb sprain and Logan Webb with the shoulder strain. Boy, it's been a frustrating season for Webb. Uh, He's pitched well when he's been able to, but between getting moved to the bullpen and uh, getting moved to the IL, uh, just a a rough rough week for him. But maybe we see the return of Scott Kazmier to the uh, Giants rotation. We'll have to see how that goes over the weekend. And um, Brandon Belt. Maybe coming back to the Giants lineup this weekend. So a good sign there and a really, really favorable schedule for the Giants hitters. Two games at Texas, four at Washington. Yes, they will have to contend with Max Scherzer, but otherwise the matchups for them pretty favorable this coming week. So good news for Brandon Belt and for pretty much any of the Giants that are out there on waivers. uh, Definitely check that out. Colt Wong looked like he could be a really good option next week, but uh, he left the Brewers game against the Diamondbacks with oblique discomfort, so that's one we'll definitely track closely over the weekend. Ryan McMahon uh, did not play against the Rangers. He has a minor groin strain. And a bit of a surprising move here, Michael. The Royals sending down Edward Olivares to AAA Omaha. We just talked to him about him very recently as somebody you should target to pick up for steals and a little bit of power. How soon do you anticipate that he would be back in the Royals lineup? I'm not even going to try to predict this because of just how bizarre and head-scratching <laughs> of a move this was to begin with here with uh, bringing him up and then sending him right back down. I'm pulling it up really quickly. I mean, yeah, I mean, they just, they just burned an option. You know, he's got... Two more options. It's just, it's very strange that they would have done something like this. So when he comes back, I will be uh, back on him, but uh, I'm not going to try and predict when that's going to happen. Yeah, but uh, yeah, watch that one because when he does come back and assuming that there's playing time for him, uh, just intriguing as we thought he was a few days ago. So uh, we'll hopefully see him back soon. Uh, Kendall Graveman is out of quarantine. So good news there, but still needs to build up uh, his workload to come back to the uh, the Mariners bullpen. 
And a few other bullpen notes here. Kyle Zimmer pitching in the fifth and the sixth inning for the Royals against the Twins on Thursday. Scott Barlow coming in and getting a two-inning save. I've been waiting all year for Scott Barlow to get a save. This was actually his second one. But, uh, you know, nonetheless, it's kind of an interesting pattern for the Royals here. Not necessarily one we want to see for fantasy purposes, but it really does seem like they're looking at each situation very uniquely and independently and mixing and matching roles there. So maybe not then a good indicator for us to go out and pursue Barlow or Zimmer or anybody else. Yeah, it just feels like a sort of bullpen that until Josh Stomont is back, that they're not just going to have a set closer. And with how long his knee sprain could have him out, even when he comes back, maybe he won't be coming back into the same role that he was in before he got hurt. So a bullpen to avoid unless you're absolutely desperate for saves. All right. Do you feel the same way still about the Reds? Lucas Sims getting a two-inning save against the Cardinals. Yeah, I think so. Again, a bullpen where they're going to oh, – excuse me. A bullpen where they're going to mix and match. I, I'm so tense about this. I'm dropping pens. So a bullpen where they're going to mix and match for the most part. I, I like these guys a little more because it seems to be a little bit more zeroed in on Sims and Antone. So it doesn't feel like you're really grasping at anything that's moving in the bullpen. But still, you're probably not going to have someone getting the lion's share of the opportunities. All right. And one more situation to look at. One that we visited on Thursday's show, and that is the Marlins. Uh, This has just been a mess lately. So Mm -hmm. we had speculated maybe Dylan Floro gets the next save opportunity. Um, Although, you know, we didn't uh, certainly, Michael, I know you did not uh, feel too strongly Mm -hmm. about pursuing him or anybody else there. But uh, Floro pitching the eighth inning, his typical role with a 3-2 lead in Pittsburgh. Then he loaded up the bases, and then Jacob Stallings cleared the bases with a game winning double. So. I guess that's good news for Yimmy Garcia because uh, Floro's got some issues of his own right now. Uh, so I think that's still probably status quo there that if you got Garcia, no no reason to panic yet. But uh, we'll watch that situation because it is a mess. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, let's take a look at some other things that happened on the Thursday slate. Ryan Yarbrough with a complete game at Yankee Stadium. Uh, Two runs allowed on six hits with no walks, six strikeouts. Nice little bounce back start for him. He gets the Nationals this coming week. Uh, How do you feel about him as a one-start option? Again, bearing in mind, there's not really great two-start options to stream this week. Yeah, bingo, and I feel pretty decent about this. This Washington team has been one you've been able to exploit this year. Part of that's been a completely anomalous two-month performance from Juan Soto that he is snapping out of. Uh, but this is uh, this is a good spot, and this is uh, we know he, every time uh, he takes the mound, every time someone on Tampa takes the mound, pretty solid win upside. So yeah, I think Ryan Yarbrough is definitely in that mix this week. 
All right. Well, uh, getting back to a two-start option here, Martin Perez is going to be one uh, next week as things project out this week. But uh, unenviable matchups. The You get the Astros and the Blue Jays uh, at home. But a great start uh, for Perez. I mean, not a lot of strikeouts, just four and seven and two-thirds innings. But the fact is, he did go seven and two-thirds innings, not allowing a run and only giving up six hits and a walk. So Perez has been more often pretty good than not this year. How do you feel about him with those two starts? Don't like it. If you're desperate for volume, if you need two starts, as we've already said a few times, the options aren't really there this week, so I get it. But, man, I would have to be either, like, if if we're talking Roto, like, way ahead or way behind in ERA and WHIP. If we're talking head-to-head, like, you know, maybe I, I'm just not a good pitching team, and so I'll take a shot on, you know, wins and Ks, but I, I don't like it, and you shouldn't like going against Houston and Toronto. All right. Well, uh, I know we like going against the Marlins, especially lately. We like that better. And a couple of pitchers who performed really well on Thursday, both are going to get the Marlins in a one-start week coming up. Austin Gomber uh, going six innings, not giving up any runs uh, on three hits, no walks, six strikeouts against the Rangers. So we like Gomber on the road. Maybe we should just like Gomber in general. This was a start at Coors Field. And then Tucker Davidson for the Braves, uh, going five scoreless innings for them. Did walk five batters, but that was pretty much it. Just gave up one one hit, had five strikeouts, and that was against the Nationals. He, too, will pitch uh, in Miami against the Marlins this coming week. So, uh, again, one-start streamers, Gomber, Davidson. How do you feel about this week? Yeah, I like Gomber. I'm probably not going to go after Davidson just because of the lack of a track record, but we've seen a lot of good from Austin Gomber this season, and that matchup with Miami, very attractive. I think he should be at the top of your list, and maybe even the very top of your list, maybe behind Tony Gonsolin if he's available in your league, uh, so long as two starts is not a big deal to you this week. You're all right. Sounds good. And we're going to wrap up here uh, to Tater Week. A couple more hitters with uh, two homer games in the same game. Salvador Perez, he's just been uh, slugging really well lately. So he's up yep. up to 14 homers on the season. Uh, I still think uh, at some point this year, we'll you know, have a conversation about whether or not maybe he's the first catcher next year. But we got lots of season left to talk about that. And Josh Donaldson, maybe finally getting it going. Uh, he got his sixth and seventh homers in that same game. Uh, against the Royals. And just a note here, uh, James McCann looks like maybe his bat is waking up. He homered uh, against the the Padres on Thursday. That's now two straight games with a home run for McCann. But really, it's been a couple of weeks of good hitting for him. His last 15 games, 289, 347, 644 slash line. So is he maybe a one catcher reinforcement at this point or uh, or still just two catcher option? No, I think he can definitely be a one-catcher reinforcement, especially with when you think you've got Austin Nola, who went back to the IL about a week ago. You've got uh, Mitch Garver, who just went onto the IL. So guys who were easy one-catcher league guys on the IL, you add that in there. I think think James McCann definitely is now in the one-catcher mix. All right, well, let's go from the catchers to the pitchers and look at Friday streamers. We've got uh, John Gray at home. You know, he likes to pitch at home uh, the season. Strangely enough, he gets uh, Oakland with Frankie Montas going for them. And by the way, part of John Gray's uh, maybe the secret sauce there, he is leading the majors among qualified pitchers in barrel rate, both as a uh, 
per uh, plate appearance ratio and a per ball, batted ball ratio. So uh, pretty interesting season there for John Gray. We have Cody Petit and Mitch Keller going against each other. Marlins Pirates. We've got the other Keller, Brad Keller, going for the Royals against the Twins and Matt Shoemaker. Josh Fleming having a nice season so far. Uh, he's got the Rangers in Texas. Kyle Gibson coming back for them. Matt Peacock at the Brewers and Freddie Peralta. And Kwon Kyung Kim versus the Reds and the struggling Luis Castillo. So just to recap here, John Gray, Petit, Mitch Keller, Brad Keller, Josh Fleming, Matt Peacock, and Kwon Kyung Kim. Anybody worth streaming today? Good options up and down. I, I mean, I think all those guys are worth streaming depending on what you need. I'll rank them Fleming, Poteet, Keller, or no, Fleming, Poteet, Kim, Keller, Gray, Peacock, but I really have no problem with any of those guys being someone who you stream this weekend or the, today. All right. So maybe passing up on a John Gray home start. We'll see how this one, <laughs> uh, this one works out. And then uh, finally here, as we wrap up the week, let's look ahead to this weekend's fab options, really kind of a topsy turvy week here uh, where the hitters have dominated uh, in the box scores and maybe dominating fab because other than Tony Gonsolin, I'm not really sure that there's a whole lot of really attractive pitching options for fab, but uh, in terms of hitters, just a few that I'll be looking for. Hunter Renfro in a seven-game week coming up for the Red Sox, and he's been hitting well lately. Garrett Cooper we talked about earlier this week, um, and he'll, Marlins also with the seven-game week. Willie Adamas, uh, Brewers have a very favorable schedule coming up, and Adamas is liked hitting as a Brewer. Uh, Ty France and J.P. Crawford in deeper leagues with the Mariners actually having a very nice road schedule this week. And similarly, Giants with a good schedule. Uh, so in deeper leagues, Steven Duggar, who's been hitting for some power, looking for him in some deeper leagues. Anybody that you might add to that list or anybody you would subtract from from that list? No one I'm subtracting. I would add, I'll just throw one name out there for a very deep league. I think Patrick Wisdom is going to continue to play for the Cubs, and he's hitting for power. He stole a base. He's going to play so long as they've got as many injuries on the infield as they do. So he'll be a deeper league guy. We'll talk about all these guys on Sunday, me and Al, on the full version of our Athletic Fantasy Baseball show. So be sure to check us out then. Absolutely. So yeah, please do. And uh, plus, uh, we'll be back on Monday morning to kind of tidy things up for the coming week. So uh, with that said, uh, that's going to be it for this week and this episode of Fantasy Baseball in 15. And if you do have a moment to rate and review the podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. For Michael Beller, I'm Al Melker, and we will be back here on Monday. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.